This week on Film Critics Weekly, we are going to do a fall festival preview, plus talk about Oscar hopefuls. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Hello, everyone. I am Scott Menzel, founder of the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society, and welcome to Film Critics Weekly. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. We're going to be talking about the fall festival season, kicking off with Venice, Telluride, and Toronto. Toronto. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. I'm already goofing up. Um, So I'm very excited. This is my favorite time of year, and we need to jump right into it. And we want to go to the two people on the panel today, which is Rama and Ashley. Can you please introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, I'm Ashley Menzel. I can be found on We Live Entertainment and uh, on Twitter at Ashley G. Menzel. Hi, I'm Rama, or you can call me Bruce Willis. I'm just kidding. (laughs) You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash ramascreen1. All right, so we're going to jump right into the uh, the Fall Festival preview, and uh, we have a ton of movies to talk about here, and how we decided to mix this up is instead of just talking about big studio releases, we want to talk about some of the independent films that are also premiering at the festivals. So what we're going to do is we're going to go back and forth, have a little bit of discussion about each film that we're talking about, and then we'll move on to the next one. So, uh, Ashley, let's start with you. All right, so we're going to start with the non-studio films first. Um, so my pick, there's what I love most about festivals is that you can go to a festival and find all these movies that have never been picked up by any studio and may never see the light of day again, but um, they're very special and unique in a lot of ways. So finding independent films is really a joy if you've never been to a film festival. So I'm going to start out with Bad Education which is likely to get a studio pick up really quickly. Um, and the plot of it is the unfolding of a sing- of the single largest public school embezzlement scandal in history which took place in Roslyn, New York. Now this film stars one of my favorite actors, Hugh Jackman, Allison Janney, Alex Wolf, Geraldine Viss, I'm sorry, Viswanatha, Viswanathan, I think is how you say it, I apologize, and uh, Ray Romano, it's directed by Corey Finley, who did uh, Thoroughbreds, and the writer is Mike Makowski, I think we're alone now, is what he's known for. Yes. Um, I just have, if you get feelings after reading about a film or like learning a little bit about it, you just have a feeling that it's going to be a good film. My concern with Hugh Jackman is the last experience that we had with him was The Front Runner, the film, uh, which kind of went nowhere. Um, but I'm hesitantly excited for this. I think it'll be really interesting. It, uh, Besides having really great leads, there's also really great supporting cast around him. Um, you know, when you have like, Allison Janney and Alex Wolf. I think you're going to really get a really great film out of those actors and if the writing is as good as we hope it's going to be, I think it's I think it's a big contender for a pickup in um, from the festival as well as potentially Oscars if it's as good as we hope it is. Yeah, I mean going off that film, uh, that was also one that would would have been on my list. And the reason why I'm excited to see this, there's, there's, there's two. Uh, of course, the first is Hugh Jackman. The second, no, the it, first is Hugh, and the second is Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, this just seems so incredibly timely to what mm-hmm. happened earlier this year with the college scandal. And I feel like having this premiere there, right at 
the start of award season, this has potential of being picked up, especially since Corey's last film, Thoroughbreds, got very little love, and it was released by for, uh, Focus Features, but a lot of people really like that one, and I think this one is has a little bit of more of a mainstream appeal without seeing it, but we'll have full reviews later. Well, it also is an interesting time for it to come out because it because it is based on a public school embezzlement. There's a lot of, um, more than any other time in history, there's been a lot of back and forth like of, of American history and education is there hasn't been as much of a push for um, charter schools, which are, are kind of destroying the public school system in a lot of ways because, the, you know, if you don't know anything about education, charter schools, a lot of them still get the public funding that public mm-hmm. schools get, but they're taking away from that amount that, like, a regular public school would get. Um, so it's interesting that it would come out, you know, I, I just think it's a good time for it to come out to kind of see what what public education was like when this happened and what where it is now. And because Hugh Jackman's in it, then it's a new musical, Jack- right? And you're yeah. singing. <laughs> musical, musical school embezzlement. I'm all for it. What do you got, Rama? What's what's what a you pick got? you got? Oh, for indie, um, gotta put Seaberg. Uh, Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. Okay, Seaberg. Um, my top choice because I'm a big fan of Kristen Stewart, just as you are so as well. Yes. <laughs> Love Kristen Stewart! (laughs) And uh, so the plot is, I'm reading half this, inspired by real events about the French new wave darling and breathless star, a breathless star, I think that's breathless, breathless, breathless star, Jen Seberg, who in the late 1960s was targeted by Hoover's FBI because of her political and romantic involvement with civil rights activist Hakeem Jamal. Now, uh, so, yeah, that's... Lot to, uh, there's a lot about that that's appealing to me. Uh, there's um, forbidden Romeo and Juliet-esque romance thing, uh, it seems to me like it. And then also, of course, back then, FBI, as you know, was more of a jerk than they are today. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> so uh, so uh, there's a bit of conspiracy going on. And then, of course, Kristen Stewart on top of all that. And I've always wanted to see a movie that would, like, come on, this got to be the movie that makes uh, Kristen Stewart get Oscar nominated. Now, hopefully this is it. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I want to see it. And uh, this performance, from what I heard, the rumors that have been online, uh, again, if you live on film Twitter, I try not to live on film Twitter because it's a very angry place. <laughs> but uh, I do like to read about the Oscar hopefuls and things like that. There's There should just be a separate awards section of film Twitter. Uh, I would definitely vote for that. Um, but Kristen Stewart, this, she's supposed to be really great in this film, and, I, and I'm really excited because um, I'm thinking and I'm hoping that this might be the first year, uh, and this will be very funny for the Twilight fans, is Robert Pattinson has multiple movies coming out this year, yes. which I think he's also going to be nominated finally. That'd be great. And then to see her also being nominated for this film would be great. So I'm looking forward to Yeah, she, that. she's been consistent, you know, uh, after leaving Twilight franchise. You know, J- J.T. Elroy, uh, Lizzie right, last year, they're all great films. Yeah, Personal yeah, so Shopper, Klaus Personal Silver Shopper, Rick, yeah. Maria, yeah, she's great. It's about time. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think so. Um, one that I'm I'm looking forward to is actually only playing at Venice, and um, it is a film that has Robert Pattinson. Um, <laughs> speaking of, yep, speaking of him, uh, Mark Rylance and Johnny Depp, and it I'm is in. yep, and it's based on a book that is written by J. M. Cortese, and. Um, the director of this is also the director of Embrace the Serpent, which was a really good movie from a couple years ago. Mm. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to give this to Ashley to pronounce this person's name because I'm horrible with that. Uh, Ciro Guerra. Okay. 
And um, I just this is very interesting to me because this film, there's a lot of talk about it. Obviously, with that cast, you would think that it would be playing at more festivals, but it's only playing at Venice at the time, right now. Mm. But I, we have to put a disclaimer on this. Yes. Technically, Telluride Film Festival does not announce their official schedule or slate of films until the 29th of August. There's a bunch of rumors going around about these are probably the films that we're going to see, but we don't know for certain. So, but, but you will know by the time you watch this video. By the video. time you watch this, we are pre-recording this, so I yeah. forgot to admit. I forgot that. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, we're doing the predictions prior to knowing what is actually playing at Telluride. So if you're like, hey, why did they say it's not playing at Telluride? It is. Just know that we did pre-record. Awesome. But that's the one I'm looking forward cool. to from there. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, going back to you. Going back to me. Color Out of Space. <laughs> I have this weird relationship with Midnight Madness at TIFF. Um, if you've <laughs> never been to Midnight Madness, you have to do it because it's just bananas. Um, and yes. it's where all the horror films will premiere and kind of those little like offbeat films that don't necessarily fit in a genre. Um, like what was that one where, that we saw? With Mom her? and Dad? No, that's what. No, the one with a Brie. The one that. Oh, did- uh, oh, God. I, it's the one with the like, guns. You remember it was all the the gun movie. Everybody was, was shooting. It was like everybody. A, it was like a Tarantino movie in the oh, warehouse. Free, free fire, free fire. Free fire. Yeah. yeah. Which my tagline for that was like all them bitches crawl. Yeah. <laughs> because nice. by the end of the movie, everybody's crawling. So anyway, um, but yeah, they play like those weird little offbeat movies. But um, last year we saw a movie called Mom and Dad. Last year or the year before? Yeah, yeah, two years yeah, ago. Two years ago, we saw a film with Nicolas Cage called Mom and Dad that is. Absolutely bananas that played at TIFF. Um, so when I saw there was another one coming out with Nicolas Cage and it's Midnight Madness, I was all for it. Um, the plot is it's based on a short story by H.P. Lovecrafter where a town is struck by a meteorite and the fallout is catastrophic. Yes. Anybody who knows me loves, I know they love weird sci fi, like Doctor, like I love Doctor Who, I love anything to do with sci fi, minus, you know, Star Wars, which people argue is a fantasy. So anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to digress, but I am really excited to see that. I don't really know many of the other actors in the film besides Nicolas Cage, um, but it's written and directed by Richard Stanley, and it has Jolie Richardson. I am not going to be able to pronounce this person's first name, but their last name is Kilcher, and Tommy Chong, so I know who Tommy Chong is. But I think if Nick Cage and Tommy Chong in any film is kind of like... This could be really weird yes. and really good at the same time. Um, so I'm kind of hopeful for that one. Maybe I'll be really disappointed, but it might just be one of those ones where, you know, everybody's screaming and laughing <laughs> and throwing stuff during the movie, which could possibly happen at Midnight Madness. So I that is my Midnight Madness hopeful for the year. I just hope that Nicolas Cage loses his shit, as always. You he know? always loses <laughs> his shit. In his movies. <laughs> so. Always. I will be seriously disappointed if he doesn't. By the way, this is my first TIFF, so I would, love, I would love some pointers, too, on Midnight Madness, because I want to attend oh, Midnight Madness, too. Yeah. I know the raid opened up in that madness a few years back. Um, it's hit or miss, in all fairness, though, because Predator miss. was last year. Oh, yeah. No. So it's the like predator. you can get a really good one. Like Predator was last year, but also Halloween was last year. So it's. The, what about the Necrotronic? That was Tiff, too, right? Tiff? Necromaniac? Necrotronic. That's a Monica ne- Blue Team. Oh, oh yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. You didn't see that at Tiff? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I saw Hardcore Henry at Tiff, which is oh, a movie Henry. that went nowhere. So it's a mixed bag yeah. sometimes, but. 
at least the audience is extremely drunk and entertaining. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's where my Red Bull's cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's just bananas. Uh, are we still in Deep Yeah, films? Okay, yeah, yeah. Films. You're next, Rob. Um, well, the, the, the other two uh, were How to Build a Girl and The Lighthouse. I don't know how indie is The Lighthouse. Is that an indie film? It's, it's A24 it's technically now. It's oh, okay. Before Can, because that's uh, where it originally played. Okay. But, yeah. Well, the, the Lighthouse, that's what I have on my list. Um, the trailer looks amazing. <laughs> I am so curious. Another, another Robert Pattinson movie. Yes. Man. Oh, that's the black and white one, right? Yeah. yeah and it, uh, I, I'm done. I'm Robert Pattinson is like... <laughs> I know people are like, oh, Twilight, but he's done decent you know stuff what? since he's left Twilight. Damsel. I still yeah. want the hair, though. I still want the hair to come back in like one of the movies where it's just like this. And like, if you watch the Twilight movies, his hair just kind of like yeah. continues to grow and like get unruly. And it's like, what is happening to him? I also have a question is, do vampires hair grow? Because you're technically dead. So should your hair keep growing? Do your nails keep growing? They There's should... a lot of holes in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, and they shouldn't sparkle either. Like, so. ten years later, I'm like, why are you, why is your hair growing? Why are you sparkly? I know, right? What about your nails? <laughs> I, I, I just don't know uh, much about the film other than the trailer looks amazing. I think the 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 frame was square aspect ratio too, right? Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa! Four by three. What's going on here? <laughs> the story of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. And I'm sure there's going to be some paranoia stuff, personal demon stuff. And I just can't like wait. Like Shutter Island. Yes. Really oh, I am like... all for anything that has the potential to be creepy, which is really weird to come from me because I don't like being scared. But I'm like, that sounds creepy. Let's watch <laughs> it. And then I'll be petrified for a week. But you know how I am. I'm like, this is scaring me. You're like, turn it off. I'm like, it can't. <laughs> I have to watch it. It's so weird. Oh, I can't wait for it. Can't That's my it. life. <laughs> and what was the other one you had, Rama? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The one at the top. How to Build a Girl. No, how to build a, no, no, no. He, no, oh. we talked about that one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, How to Build, how to build a, girl. a Girl, Seaberg, and Marriage Story. Yeah, I, I, I thought that How Since to Build a Girl was Since nobody knows what that is, can you read the description? Because it's probably marriage way Story? No. How to Build a Girl. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, yeah. sorry. I thought it was a science fiction, but then it's actually a drama. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's not really literally building a girl. Um, <laughs> it's based on the novel that charts the journey of a teenager, Johanna Morgan, who reinvents herself as Dolly Wilde, fast-talking lady sex adventurer, moves to London and gets a job as a music critic in the hope of saving her poverty-stricken family in Wolverhampton. So it's not movie critic, it's music critic. There you go. Rolling Stones, I think. And <laughs> I am and, so and, excited for that movie. Me too, and Beanie Feldstein's in it, and Beanie Emma Thompson. Woo, Emma Thompson, Beanie yeah. Thompson. I'm really excited I'm for that one, too. I think this year is, like, in general, has been really strong for female-led comedies, yeah. you know, with the Late Night and Booksmart and um, Brittany Runs a Marathon and now How to Build a Girl. I'm hoping we're seeing kind of a renaissance. I also think, yeah. I mean, it's like Agreed. there's so many Emma Thompson movies this year. Because Emma freaking Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't believe it because she also, she's in that Christmas movie, Last Christmas. I love Christmas movies. Yeah, but it's any just like she's movies. all over the place this year. Any, any Christmas movies. Um, so one, uh, to kind of, you have one last of yeah. the indie, right? What's the last indie you have, Oh, Ash? the last one I have is called Clifton Hill and I originally saw it because I was like, I know where that is. And then I read what it was. <laughs> 
Um, so it's following the death of her mother, a young woman returns to Niagara Falls and becomes entangled in the memory of a kidnapping she claims to have witnessed as a child. Again, it's gonna be creepy, and I want to see it, but I'm also going to be scared. So I just I like like this murder mystery. I've been really into like the murder podcast lately, and I just really think they're fascinating to hear those crazy stories. Um, it stars Tuppence Middleton, Hannah Gross, Marie-José Croze, and uh, David Cronenberg. It's oh, directed yes. by Albert Shin, who did In Her Place, and written by James Schultz and Albert Shin. Yep. I don't know anything about that movie. You saw me put that on your list, and you were like, but but we'll go see it, and we'll let you know how it is. And then I gave you another one that you mysteriously left from the list because I think you don't want to see it. Which one was it? The Les Miserables one. Oh no, I did not want to see that. No, I did not leave that off the list on purpose. It was just because Scott saw Les Mis and he was like, "Why is this so long?" Um, No, but this one I think is really pertinent because I think it's really interesting and timely right now because it takes the original story of Les Mis by Victor Hugo and Uh applies it to modern times in Paris. Which is really interesting to see how like oh, the dynamics are like class wars and so stuff. So that's the twist. Yeah. So, so it's day. modern day uh, in Paris. So not musical. R- no. No. Okay. Okay. N- no Eddie Redmayne with a little. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which like if you ever see them in the musical, like do the flag? It's like this whole body thing. <laughs> it's it's like I'm just like it's this big. No, it's usually like this guy that's like Whoa! like all over the place. So. We're going to see that. Sorry, Charlie. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to leave it off. I really didn't. Um, so now we'll move over to more I thought of the you mansion. had one more. I do not. I oh, do not. Because there's, so there's so much stuff there's to talk so about. There's so much. Um, I wanted to move into some of the, the mainstream stuff. Mainstream. Uh, right, right away, yeah. Knives Out, Rain Johnson returning to not a Star Wars movie, which I'm all about. And it's about a, detec- <laughs> a detective investigating the death of an eccentric, combative family, and it's going to be really, really interesting because this cast is incredible. Chris Evans, Daniel Craig, Catherine Langford, Jamie Lee Curtis, Michael Shannon, Tony Collette, and Lakeith Stanfield. What a weird cast, but I'm totally down for this movie. Um, already, both screenings have been sold, sold out. out at TIFF. No tickets for, for you. So we can't see it? You might. You might. You don't oh. know. Because the press stuff does differently. Oh, you yeah. might still get into it. Oh. But uh, to the public, it's already sold out. Oh, both wow. both screenings of this movie. Um, I really... I saw this trailer back at CinemaCon. I thought it was... I thought it just looked fun. It looks different. It looks wild. And it's weird because we, we're, we're in this time now where I feel like we're getting this renaissance of like game movies you know like we had you know game night we had oh, murder game ma- movies. movies yeah okay. we had mur- murder mystery we had um ready or not yeah. so it seems like there's going to be so many of these films a resurgence, a resurgence yeah. of them and uh, i'm really looking forward to this i'm gonna be the outlier on this one i know everyone is stoked for knives out it did nothing for me watching the trailer i was just Okay, I'll see it. But everybody got immediately super excited about it, and I'll see it. But I'm not like 
well, dying to see it. I can I can agree to that because um, Murder on the Orient Express left you know lukewarm. Oh, that's to me too. another one. Yeah, that yeah. One. So when I saw my trailer, I was like, oh, that's Murder on the you know in one house instead of on the train. <laughs> murder on the Orient House. <laughs> you know what? That's a very good point because Murder on the Orient Express had so many great people in it, and, and that it was did not help. A stinker. Yeah, yeah it that did not help. It was a stinker. So it might be like that too. You know, so we'll see. I'm hoping it goes more ready or not. That's, uh, that's yeah, what I'm hoping for. I love ready or not. I need the sequel to that one be Here I Come. Yeah. Yes. Did you get that joke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were yeah. oddly yeah. silent. Yes, I got it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Rama. Name I'm one in rare your... form today, guys. Oh, is this is the, the studio ones? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Just one now. Joker. Joker. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers bringing Joker starring Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, Mark Maron, Zazie Beetz, and Brian Tyree Henry. Directed by Todd Phillips, who gave us the Hangover movies. It's a standalone origin story of the iconic clown prince of crime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not seen before on the big screen. Gritty, R-rated Arthur Fleck, a man disregarded by society and a broader cautionary tale. Um, I just, this is this is probably my top number one film I gotta see at TIFF. And, you know, people say, like, when Robert Pattinson got cast as Batman, they said, oh, maybe that's gonna be a standalone, too, where, you know, Ben Affleck will still be Batman, but Robert Pattinson plays this, uh, a spinoff. I don't know if that's the case, but if that's where the, the direction that WB is heading with DCEU, I like it. You know, because they, they're not going to be able to uh, match against the Marvel Cinematic Universe, shared universe. So doing this standalone thing, that, that's a great idea on their yeah. part, I think. Well, uh, Rama beat us out on this. <laughs> he yeah. literally, Scott literally sent out an email. It was like, everybody needs to pick theirs. Rama sent it in, and it was like, Joker. And we were like, damn it. Because <laughs> yeah. we are all so excited for Joker. The buzz that we've heard about it so far is yeah. that it's incredible. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, the word... Oscar worthy has been thrown around, um, so I, I am very excited. That's pretty much one of the top ones on my. And I'm not a big fan of Todd Phillips, Todd Phillips movies in general. Usually, you know, The Hangover. What is that with the War Jonah Dogs? Phil, War Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this one's like, wow, this is something else. You know, it, we'll it kind of reminds me. I, and I, I don't know. I like always think of something, and I should have like the answer before I ask this question. But like, who was the director like a year or two ago that came out with a movie? Where it was totally, <laughs> no, Ashley loves these these analogies when I'm trying to figure them these, out. These like vague descriptions, yeah, descriptions. where I'm like the guy, but, but, but it's uh, it's someone who we never. Oh, I already remember John Krasinski. John Krasinski, oh. we never thought he would do a Quiet Place in terms of being his masterpiece because he did all these like little independent films and they never really took off and they never went anywhere uh-huh. and then he did Quiet Place and everyone loves him now uh-huh. and it's like hailing him like Jordan Peele oh my god he's the next greatest thing uh-huh. so like I'm thinking that maybe Todd Phillips will do this film and he might become the next greatest thing in terms of a dark gritty superhero or I guess villain movie kind of like Christopher Nolan did with, with Dark, dark Knight, Knight. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'm so excited for this movie um, and I love the fact, and I know every, the fanboys are upset about it, but <laughs> I'm so happy that this is an original idea. Yes. That they just took like the character and they're doing something completely new they're with like, it. We're doing what we want. And I think that's a great and ballsy mm-hmm. move by WB and DC Films. Exactly. I think it'll pay off. I think. Uh, award season-wise and box office-wise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's my got? turn? Yeah. What you got? 
Um, I've got the Aeronauts. Okay. It's picked up by Amazon, and it's having... Scott thinks it's going to play at Telluride, Mm -hmm. um, as well as it's playing at TIFF. Uh, It is the pilot Amelia Wren and scientist James Glacier find themselves in an epic fight for survival while attempting to make discoveries in a hot air balloon. I love anything like flying stuff, which is hilarious because I'm petrified of like heights. Uh, <laughs> this is the reuniting of Felicity Jones and Eddie Redmayne, uh, and yay. It's, yay! I love Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> I don't care. I will see him in anything. Um, and then Hamish Patel, Anne Reed, <gasps> and Phoebe Fox are in it. It is directed by Tom Harper, who did Wild, Harper. Wild Rose, yes. and then written by Jack Thorne, who was the co-writer of Wonder, which is a really great movie that was adapted from a book, and the writer of A Long Way Down. Yep. I uh, I don't know much about this movie, but the two cast members really sell it mm-hmm. for me. Um, I'm also curious that uh, Hamish Patel, if he's actually going to be like the next big thing. Yeah. I did not like Yesterday, as most people know, but uh, this is his second feature from them, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm curious to see what he, he does. Uh, for me, the next one up uh, is Just Mercy, which is a, a a movie that is based on a book, and, and, and honestly, it's about a civil rights defense attorney, uh, Brian Stevenson, as he recounts his experiences and details in the case of a condemned death row prisoner whom he fought to be free. Uh, this one stars Brie Larson, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, O'Shea Jackson Jr., and Tim Blake Nelson. And it is directed and co-written by Destin Daniel Crinton, who you may know from a little movie called Short Term 12, as well as The Glass Castle. Uh, both movies are phenomenal. If you have not seen them, you need to. Uh, I, I, don't, I think this is enough to be said. I mean... Daniel directing, Brie and Michael B. Jordan in a movie together, sold. I mean, I, I, I didn't even need to read the plot description of this movie. I just saw those names, and I was like, I'm good. I'm going to... 100%. Yep. And again, just like the uh, Knives Out, already the first two screenings of this film, already off sale at Toronto. Um, it's going to be a big one. They did one screening here in L.A. already, um, basically for the SAG people, got a standing ovation supposed to be amazing uh, a real oscar worthy movies from what i hear good awesome sauce so brie is daniel's muse basically right i think so yeah. this is the third time they work together awesome i love yeah. it i mean if it ain't broke don't fix it right yep <laughs> so what do you got oh, next sorry. for it yeah, um, no problem. 20th century uh did we already discuss sport versus ferrari because that's what no. i have on my list no, uh 20, 20th century fox um christian bale, christian bale matt damon um john bernthal noah jupe uh, the plot is about American car designer Carol Shelby and driver Ken Miles battling corporate interference, the laws of physics, and their own personal demons. Ah, uh, yes, personal demons, yes. <laughs> to build <laughs> a revolutionary race car for Ford and challenge Ferrari at the 24 Hours of Le Mans in 1966. So, based on true story, um, for those of you who are fans of race cars, I kind of am. So, I, And, of course, you're fans of these actors, I kind of am as well. And it's directed by James Mangold. Just everything about it looks appealing to me. Yes. Yeah. Next for you? I'm hesitant on that movie. You are hesitant? I am very hesitant. Oh, yeah? I, I, Why so? Why so? I don't know. I just have a feeling that everybody... It's like, you know how they always pick one movie where they're like, this is going to be an incredible movie at the festival? And I'm kind of just... I, for some reason, I got like this, like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But it's, it's the only movie, just, just so people know this, it's the only movie that Fox has left. That and Ad Astra 
are the only two films that they are putting out there for award season. I have doubts about Ad Astra, hmm. but I think this one's going to do it. Just because of the Christian Bale and Matt Damon and then also James Mangold. I just have a feeling it could be very boring. Because here's the thing, you're setting up something with like race cars and people are automatically expecting a certain level of uh, intensity. If it doesn't live up to that, it's going to be disappointing for people. I think that's where it might stumble. It could be. Because both of those actors yeah. are really great dramatic actors, but it's also a film that's going to teeter on like some type of action too, because you're going to have to have the intensity of the racing and the, yeah. That's so I don't hoping. know. That's why I mean. That's what I'm hoping. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Uh, so my next one is actually one that you've already seen. It's called Parasite. I saw the trailer when I went to see Britney Runs a Marathon at the ArcLight, and I was like, Oh my god, how did I miss that screen? <laughs> like, this looks amazing. It's so uh, good. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm so excited. So um, the unemployed, all unemployed, this one family takes particular interest in a wealthy and glamorous family called the Parks for their lively livelihood until they get entangled in an unexpected incident. Um, this looks amazing. I only saw the trailer, and I was. It looks like it starts out one way, and then it looks like it's going to take a major right turn into something else. Yes. And I'm all, it looks creepy. I'm all for it. I'm good. And it's uh, directed by Jun Ho Bong, who did Akjoy, uh, Akja. I'm sorry, and Snow Piercer. So I am very excited. Yeah. Look, did I add to that real quick? Yeah. I already saw the film, and I think that's probably my, uh, number one on my list. Best, I've heard best, that. Best picture. I've heard that from year. a lot of people who've you seen think it. Best picture yeah, of the year. Best picture of the year. I think it, I think it's 100 percent a lock for best foreign film. Okay, for winner, film, okay. Winner, but I mean, winner, best, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah. There's too many movies for best picture right now, <laughs> and the fact that it has subtitles and it has to compete uh, against the farewell too. Yeah, yeah, farewell. Yeah. But you don't think the farewell? The is farewells win? can't. Uh, from what I read, it cannot be in the foreign, foreign film. Oh, oh, because because it was. it was actually made here. Oh, uh, that's why I am mistaken. I didn't know Apologies. that. Apologies. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the oh, one- that was also picked up by Neon. It's supposed to play at Can. It played at Can. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Telluride is the prediction and TIFF. Yeah, and it won the top prize at Can. Right. So um, next one up for me is Dark Water, which is right now. Uh, probably by the time this video drops, uh, right now it's. Uh, <laughs> but it's focus features. It's supposed to premiere at Telluride. We'll see if it does. Um, and it, this is the return, uh, the return of Todd Hayes, uh, who you probably remember from uh, Wonderstruck and Carol, both really big movies. Uh, Which Wonderstruck got seriously overlooked. Oh, so overlooked. Agreed, agreed. Yep. And it stars Anne Hathaway, Mark Ruffalo, Bill Pullman, Tim Robbins, and it is about a corporate defense attorney who takes on a environmental lawsuit against a chemical company that exposes a lengthy history of pollution, and it's based on a magazine article. So it feels very Aaron Brockovichy. It does. Yes. And Anne Hathaway could use a hit. She could she use could. a hit. But we all love the intern. And we love Colossal. And the hustle. (laughs) Not the hustle. You're getting another no today. That'll be your third no. Yeah, yeah. No for the hustle. (laughs) No, Rama. No. But you're right. She could use a hit. She She needs it. Let's give it to her. Um... Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that one. Next one up for you, Rama. Oh, this is your also favorite, you right? You also took this. A, yes. a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> Sing it with me now. Based on the true story of real-life friendship between Fred Rogers and journalist Tom Junot, 
uh, starring Tom Hanks and Chris Cooper, Matthew Rice, and Susan Watson. And uh, of course, if we love that documentary last year, was it last year? Yeah, yeah. it was. You're gonna love this movie. It's just it's hands down. It's so easy. <laughs> and it's by Mary L. Heller who did Can You Forgive Me in Diary of a Teenage oh, Girl. Oh, yeah, the director. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I mean, Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers is like. It's meant to be. Stars are aligned. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I saw the first picture and I was like, yes. I got emotional. I'm like, please. It's going to be amazing. If it's, it's not, I'm, I'm I know. literally going I'm to just cr- If this crumble. movie sucks, I'm going to be crushed. Like, I'm literally going to walk out and I'm going to be like, ah, oh, the world It'll be sucks. like when you saw that Mary Poppins. You were like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be the best movie <laughs> yes, of the year. Somebody, and then you walk out and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Very well, maybe. But I hope crush not. your soul. I just hope that the you know the movie at least retains uh, the message of Mr. Rogers. Oh, absolutely, it has and, and it, it's something good like, or not. It has to right. Yeah, it's when we that. saw the the uh, documentary last year. It was like this is something that we need to be reminded of. Yes, we need to be, and because you know people are a little weird with watching documentaries. At least if this is a feature, you have the potential for it to reach more people. So, fingers crossed that. We haven't all become hardened and jaded, and we can still appreciate Mr. Rogers. I hope so. Me? Yep. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> to completely switch, we're going to yeah. talk about Hitler. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Fox Searchlight. It is having the TIFF world premiere, which means it should not play at any other festival. Right. Tiff will get very upset if it does. So, uh, the plot is a young boy in Hitler's army finds out his mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their home. (laughs) And... And? (laughs) It's like he has an imaginary friend. Yes. That is a version of Adolf Hitler, played by uh, Taika Waititi. Waititi, I can never say his name, I apologize. Um, And it stars Scarlett Johansson, Roman Griffin Davis, Stop. Uh, Sam Rockwell, Stephen Merchant, Rebel Wilson, and Thomason McKenzie, written and directed by Taika Watiti, who did Thor Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows, and The Hunt for the Wilder People. This movie is going to be bananas, and yeah. I'm just... I'm all for it. I'm amazed it's not like a, a Midnight Madness film, because it kind of feels like it would do really well with that audience, but it's too big for the Ryerson. It's too big. It's yeah. too big. The Ryerson would, would overflow. Yes. Um... But I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be really... It's probably one of the most original concepts we've seen and a really daring concept to hit upon, especially in the current political climate that we have. Um, So I am... I'm told. I'm going to see it. It may be the weirdest thing I've ever seen all year, but it might also be a secret genius film. It it honestly might go on to win Best Picture because it's so weird and different. Yeah. I think... uh, But you uh, have to remember, you have to get the voters to go see that. Yeah, that's true. I think, you know, when I saw that, uh, the image first time, I was like, oh, this reminds me a little bit of Life is Beautiful. Like, how do you make a Holocaust comedy and then with a little heart and make you cry also at the end? It might have that same same effect, like Life is Beautiful, Roberto Benigni. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, so, you know, it's like, oh, maybe comedy, but also kind of sad. We'll see. Yeah. I'm hoping it actually, you know, it's interesting that you point that out. I'm actually hoping it shies away from the sad part of it and kind of stays with, like, this weird awkwardness. Okay. But I don't know. I mean, with that topic, it can be very touchy with how you address the the serious heaviness of the topic. Um, So when doing that, you have to be really delicate with it. And I'm worried about if it goes in that direction, if it's going to be 
delicate enough with it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I think it's going to be really weird, but who knows? I I, don't I didn't know. think I'd be talking about that type of movie, so you know, <laughs> who knows? Maybe he knows something we don't. <laughs> And then you have the last one, Rama, before we move over. I that's that's the No, you covered them all. No, yeah. no, marriage story. Oh, marriage story. Yeah. Just forget about marriage story. <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's Netflix. You're right. You're right. I apologize. Um so this is Noah Bombach. Yeah. Um the director of Francis Ha, The Squid and the Whale, some of my favorite movies. Uh starring Scarlett Johansson, yeah, Bo- Jojo Rabbit, <laughs> Adam Driver, Laura Dern, Alan Alda, Wallace Shawn, and Ray Liotta. Uh, the plot, Noah Bombach's incisive and compassionate look at a marriage breaking up and a family staying together. I'm not a married man. I wouldn't <laughs> to relate to it, but I saw the trailer and it just looks so, I like, I'm, I'm so intrigued by how this will all play out. And um, I love a good drama. I love good, um, you know, breaking up story. So hopefully the, Noah has a good one for us. I'm really looking forward to this movie. I love the fact that Netflix decided to do a two-trailer release for this movie. Oh, you're right. right, uh, right. Of a male perspective and a female perspective. I thought that was brilliant. Um, You know, Adam Driver, it's it's starting to grow on me. Um, You know, initially when I saw him in movies uh, and TV shows like Girls and also uh, in Star Wars, he didn't really work. But now, you know, I'm starting to appreciate him more because he does some of this dramatic uh, performances. Uh, the Report, which is also going to be playing at these festivals, which we saw back at Sundance. He's great in that film. This looks phenomenal. And I think he's going to maybe, again, get some Oscar love for either a performance in this or in The Report. Yes, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I'm, I'm looking forward to also seeing what Noah Baumbach wants to convey about marriage. You know, so we'll see. And it'll be, you know, it's interesting. Um, a lot of people have been talking about this online. Is that if Greta Gerwig's Little Women does mm. as well as Sony hopes, that it could be her versus him in terms of directing or writing? Oh, for the Academy Awards or season, Golden okay. Globes or whatever. So, yeah. It's quite a prediction. Yep. <laughs> Who knows? So, um, real quick, we just want to take, we only have a few minutes left on the show, but we kind of wanted to uh, do like an award season preview. Uh, you know, please forgive us. We, we were like running through all this stuff. This stuff really needs like multiple episodes and we're going to be talking about it a lot for the rest of the year. But um, we just figured before we get into all the festival stuff, Let's talk about all the movies and all the studios that are going to have these award season hopefuls. And I decided to break it down by studio right now. Um, who knows what indie movies are going to come out of nowhere after these festivals that are going to add to this discussion. Hopefully a lot. Hopefully a lot. But it is jam-packed, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going to start off, of course, with the biggie, uh, Disney, who uh, has Frozen 2, Avengers Endgame, and Toy Story 4. Um which will probably be competing against each other, Frozen 2 and Toy Story 4, for Best Animated. Yes. And I think Frozen 2 will also have Best Original Song yeah. right now. Right. Because uh, we were lucky enough to be at D23 and got to see them perform one of the songs live, and mm. it's it's great. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, in terms of Universal, uh, they have Abominable, which is going to... Uh, I know I butchered that. Abominable. Oh, God, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> actually okay. say it No, nah, it's good. I like your way. <laughs> <laughs> which is an animated film, which is directed by the guy who it's did Monsters. It's got that little fuzzy white thing that I'm all like, it's so It's cute. directed by Monsters, Inc. guy. Yeah, I just want one of those stuffed... Stuffed animal? Yeah, yeah. Like the stuffed animal, the fluffy thing. I, I mean, I think it's going to be cute. It's but... probably not going to it, win Best you know Animated I... Film, but it's yeah. going to be there. Yeah, that's fine. 
and then how to train your dragon which you know is also going to be I'm forgotten but but that's going to be up there I'm all up there um and then Queen and Slim which has no festival play yet um which is interesting 1917 which is the Sam Mendes oh. new movie and then of course us which I don't know Jordan if, Peele. Jordan Peele's us which I don't know if that's going to wind up sticking around for award season That's what's interesting is you see a lot of these movies that make a really strong performance in the first half and then festival season comes around and then it can just knock them out completely um, I'm hoping that's not the case with a lot of these films, but we uh, don't know. And then for Sony, we have A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which, which we just talked about, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and of course Little Women, uh, which will be coming out on Christmas Day. Um, Sony Pictures Classics, right now I think the only one that they have is uh, Pain and Glory. Um, Warner Brothers has quite the impressive lineup. Uh, Motherless Brooklyn. Uh, the Goldfinch, Joker, Just Mercy, The Good Liar, and Doctor Sleep are Which all, all of, potential, and they're all relying on the second half of the year for that too. Like none of yeah. these have been released yet. No, so it's like they're all pushing for the second half of the year. And I'm going to dismiss the Bill Hader It Chapter Two rumors <laughs> right now. It's never going to happen. Just mark my words. You heard it right here on Film Critics Weekly. Um, Razzy, Razzy, that's Razzy. <laughs> you're not going to get it. Um, I think you're confusing Oscar and Razzie. Yeah. Razzie, yeah. <laughs> um, and then no, we have, no, in all fairness, he's not terrible. I'm just saying. He's fine. <laughs> Whatever. He's a little annoying. Um, Lionsgate. I got issues yeah, with that. Yeah, we all got issues. It's all right. Um, Lionsgate, surprisingly, has Knives Out and also Bombshell. Which, which Bombshell. that trailer is just like, you have no idea what it's about, but you're like, I mean, you can guess what it's kind of about from the trailer, but then you're like, this is just like looks and then music and it's just you're a lot of sold and blondes. <laughs> so I'm I'm sold on that one. I don't know. Ash you want to take from sure. Paramount down? Uh we got Paramount with Rocketman. Obviously mm. Taryn Edgerton is has been in talks for best actor. Um and Gemini Man with uh, Will Smith who was probably also in the best actor category if the film delivers. Um 20th Century Fox as we talked about we have Ford versus Ferrari and Ad Astra. Uh, Fox Searchlight has the personal history of David Copperfield, which stars my buddy Dev Patel, who I love. So I'm excited. Um, They also have Jojo Rabbit, which we talked about, A Hidden Life, and Lucy in the Sky. Um, Lucy in the Sky is also playing at TIFF. Yes. Right. All right. Um, Focus Features has The Mustang, Harriet, and Todd Haynes' Darkwater. Rama, Uh, you can start off with STX for us. Oh, good old SDX. <laughs> That's what they got. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is this is a wild shot in the dark. <laughs> they have uh, hustlers. That's it. What <laughs> Scott? He said hustlers is Oscar worthy. Did you see the article that came out today? Like there was like no. there was so much big deal about this movie because they're, they're they brought up that the fact that there's so few films that represent Latino culture. I'm not saying it's like I'm just saying. No. It, it would shock me. It would shock me, too. <laughs> I think people watch it not for the awards, though. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen the trailer, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Um, United Artists, uh, Booksmart, uh, our favorite here. Um, mm-hmm. A24, The Souvenir, Midsummer, Gloria Bell, Last Black Man in San Francisco, Waves, Uncut Gems, The Lighthouse, and The Farewell. That's a lot. That was kind of <laughs> split in half, too, because some of it already came out, and then some yes. of it hasn't. So. A24 is like, we gotta get it. Like, we've got like a million films. We've and, got to. And I mean, out of those movies so far, again, the not, not seeing them, The Farewell is 
is a lock. Mm. Um, and I think somewhere between Uncut Gems and Lighthouse for the one I or the think other so two. Too. I just Uncut Gems is going to be the return of Adam Sandler to a dramatic role. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it's by the guy who did oh no the oh, uh, the, no. Ro- the Robert Pattinson movie. That everyone likes good time. Good time. Good okay, time. Yeah, the brothers. Yes, yeah, the brothers. Yeah. So they're doing that movie. So I think that has potential. And then of course the lighthouse because Robert Pattinson and, and uh, William Defoe. Yes. Um, Neon Parasite, my favorite movie of the year. One of them. Uh, Loose Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Amazon Studios, Honey Boy, The Aeronauts, One Child Nation, Late Night, Brittany Runs a Marathon. And The Report, because I forgot to oh, put the that report. on there. Yep. And The Report. And Bleecker Street is Hotel Mumbai, also one of my favorites this year. Which I think, I know you guys really love them, but I think it's going to get overlooked. Hotel, Hotel Mumbai. Mumbai. Oh yeah, yeah, I think Hotel Mumbai is dead in the Because it played at yeah. TIFF last year, and it hasn't gotten much of a push yet. Yeah. For, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we also have Netflix, which Scott forgot it. Yeah, to put on and, there. and that, that's, of course, The Irishman, Martin mm-hmm. Scorsese. Uh, we have Marriage Story and Steven Soderbergh's The Laundromat, starring Meryl Streep. So those are all good bets for Netflix. I, I think they're all going to be very good strong. Good job, Netflix. So, I mean... Your guess is as good as ours at this point. I mean, there's going to be a big change in, in, in films and the discussion after we get back from TIFF because all the reviews will be out for a lot of these movies and we're going to have a bigger discussion about that in a couple of weeks, probably in three or four weeks from now. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's our film festival preview. That's our award season preview. Uh, comment in the box below. Let us know like which which one of these films do you think is going to uh, take home big prizes. Um, and before we go, we need to turn one more time to Rama and Ashley so they can tell everyone where they can find you. Go ahead, things Ashley. of that nature. Okay. Um, you can find me on We Live Entertainment, and you can also find me on Twitter at Ashley G Menzel. And you can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash ramascreen1, and go watch Little Monsters. It's a great movie. Yes! <laughs> and you can find me at We Live Entertainment as well, or Twitter and Instagram at the other Scott M. Thank you so very much for watching, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here and those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.